0: paid for by James Ware. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or Beasley Media Group. This is not a time to get distracted. This is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. destiny, destiny. It's too to give up for anything.
1: God bless you. Truly we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of Radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you, I praise you, I honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Most of all, I ask you to anoint your word as we come forth today, God, that you will get the glory, not me, but thee. And Father, I ask you to bless those that are listening that they may go forth and hear what thus says the Lord, not with the natural ear only, but with the spiritual ear. Father, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. I want to say thank God for this day, for this is the day that he has made, and I'm going to rejoice in it. If nobody else do it. Amen. I'm rejoicing because of the fact that we have another day, as the old folks used to say, to get it together. Amen. Because that's what it's all about. Amen. I had um, uh, a time that I was saying, I was thanking God for those that came out to our crusade and And I tell you what, we had a fantastic time every day that we was here. And we had, we thank God for those that sacrificed. Now, I had a lot of folks that didn't come. And you know what? I was going to call them and say, well, wait a minute. How come come y'all promised me and didn't come? But uh, the Lord put it upon my spirit you sometimes, you have to lead things alone. If they said they couldn't, they was going to come, and didn't call you, and didn't come, amen, leave it into his hand, not my hands, because I can't make people do anything anyway. But I do thank God for uh, the sons of Christ. Uh, They came and uh, they have a church church, Here in the metro area as well over there where we was having crusade at. And we also had um, a group that I've known down through the years and they have stood on the word of God. And, you know, when you hear people standing on the word, they uh, don't have a lot of praises because they are not in with the end time. So, you know, I have uh, on the phone this day, amen. uh, Her and her husband have a fellowship, and I'm going to call right now. It's just a pleasure to have Sister Purvis on the other line. Are you with me?
2: I am with you. How
1: Uh, are you today? Wonderful, wonderful. We thank God for you. Uh, Now, they showed up, and I mean they showed up. Not just show up, but they showed up. And uh, I want to thank God for them coming, and they never failed to, you all never failed to come with any time I needed. That's not the first time, but I thank God for you and your husband. I know he's working today, and he, but anyway, would you give your Group name, your fellowship, where you all pastor.
2: Yes, good evening, Brother Ware, and thank you so much for having us here uh, on your program today. It's an honor, and we certainly enjoyed ourselves um, at the Revival, at the Crusade, and um, it was uh, really good to meet some new people. Now, we have services every Sabbath day. We have Sabbath school at 2 o'clock p.m., and we also have Sabbath services at four. Uh, you can catch us by Zoom or Facebook Live or if someone comes in the physical and that, hopefully they're vaccinated, they need to be vaccinated. The address is 2776 Rex Road. That's in Ellenwood, Georgia, 30294. Uh, possible Purvis is the senior pastor. And I tell you, we just love People and we
1: just love teaching uh, and evangelizing the word of the Most High God. Amen. Amen. I tell you what, and you know what, I always love you all music. Now you don't want a different way on me on this. You and your husband <laughs> and I was saying, is it the same group? You know, uh, <laughs> it sounds. I, I I heard the sound, so I, I I said, yep, that's her. And that's him, cause you both can sing. That's a blessing, boy. It's a good thing I couldn't sing. I used to tell my wife, my deceased wife, that I was gonna be like uh, James Cleveland, and she was gonna be like a Aretha Franklin on, uh, on sacred. You remember how they sung that song, Sacred? Oh yeah. Yeah. So basically, I was. That's what I was claiming, but she said. <laughs> You first got to learn how to sing. But I also had another pastor to come by, uh, uh, Pastor Jesse Woods. uh thank God for him as well. But uh, I tell you what, I'm going to play your song, and then you come and you explain and tell us about it again, and we're going to talk about the fellowship after that. So at this oh. time, we're going to play the, your latest a song that you have out, you and your husband have out now.
2: Okay. We are a great nation of people. We, the black race, have come to America and have come to love it. But America doesn't love us back. We're sick and tired of being sick and tired. We're tired of the demoralized, And we have come to tell you today that enough is
1: Enough is enough, Amen. By the champion, I, uh, Sister Purvis, tell me about that.
2: Well, sir, this is a song that tells a story uh, about a great nation of people who are who are who we are, and we were forced. This is the story, and the Lord gave my husband and I this song. And, and it tells about a people who were forced from the shores of their native land, Africa, to a foreign land, America. And this great nation of people was sold into slavery and a people who were stripped of our names, our language, and the practice of our customs. And now we were beaten in order to convert to the customs and the ways how America wanted us to become. And so on behalf of our ancestors, our grandparents, our parents, we just want to um, continue to hold up the bloodstained banner. They came over here, they built homes, they constructed buildings, they cleaned houses, um, you know, prepared food, um, raised the white folks' children, planted the fields, picked the cotton. We did everything, and after all of that, even to this day in 2021, we are still considered as uh, second-class people. Okay, so, now
1: we, let you know, me mm-hmm. let me ask a question on that because I I look at it a little different. Okay. Help me out because I look at it on the Deuteronomy, uh, the 28th chapter and around the 6th verse. The scripture says, And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way. Wherefore I speak unto thee, that shalt see it no more again. And on and on. Now, I always looked at it in a form that I was rebelling, uh, rebelling against truth. And because, because, see, I believe different. I believe that, first of all, the truth came to uh, the Ethiopian race or the black race. I don't try to get into a racial thing, but we had truth before any Caucasian came about and the reason uh, I can document that uh, before the Pope, uh, what's his name, I uh, came over there and began to clear the truth uh, that they called and had Michael Angela come up with the picture and all this kind of stuff. It, I just think, and I, I'm not trying to be controversial, but I just think we're missing it because I can go even go back to Genesis where he says that Cain, uh, 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 because you uh, killed your brother, uh, you will uh, be a people and certain group of people. We don't have to go through all that, but certain group of people they are not from no land really. They're a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You ask them who they are, they say, "Oh, I'm a little bit of Scotland. I'm a this and so on and so on." And, and, and I'm this just, brother. West, and I need you to help me out because this the way I looked at it, okay. When uh, uh, let me find it right quick because I wasn't even was going to talk about that, but uh, when okay, uh, in this. This part right here in uh, Genesis, it says, "And if, uh, no, if thou do well, seeing lies that I'm going to Cain, the curse of Cain, okay. And uh, now thou curse on the earth, okay, which open up her mouth and receive your brother's blood. I'm reading from Genesis 4 and 11, and and when thou tillest the ground." it shall not henceforth yield it herself. Now, that's why they had to have a slave, because they're not able to grow things themselves. I thought, now, that's the way I look at it. I'm not saying I'm right, okay? And her scrimp will not. And thou will be a future debt and a vagabond, and thou shall be in the earth, Okay, be a future and a vagabond. Then Cain said, this here is too, let me just read it. And then it goes on and said, in the 13th verse, and Cain said, the Lord, this punishment is too great for me to bear. And he said, behold, that has driven me out this day from the face of the earth. From the face shall, uh, shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that every one that find me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore whosoever slay Cain, again not just one, Cain, a uh, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. Thus. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain. Now, I'm going to stop right there, but here's what I thought about that. The mark was clear, folks. That's the word I use, okay? The mark was, you know, when you had leprosy, you turned, okay? Now, therefore, I thought that spirit was still on a group of people because that's the only group of people who went all over the world killing people, and you kill one of them, seven of us going to die. People's of color. So you, I hear you, and I'm not coming against what you're saying. You know, they we are there, but I, I some way I think we are not teaching people that, hey, we are better than that, I guess what I'm trying to say.
2: Well, I I definitely hear what you're saying, and I can attest to um, your, the truth from Deuteronomy 28 because we know that the first 15 verses talks about those that walk in the obedience to god right. and we understand from the verses on down after the 15th verse uh the penalty that right. uh, has been paid and it's going to be paid for disobedience right however when we go to the book of amos okay when we go to the book of amos in the third chapter and the 10th verse and that entire chapter all the way through the sixth chapter it talks about how God is gonna bring a swift end to the wealth of such people. Okay. And so God will tear down the winter house as well as the summer house and the houses of ivory. And what he's talking about here is how the wealthy people just um is how they just mistreated, how they were cruel, how they, they were already wealthy. And this is the problem that that you know, a lot of us have, and we know that we have to be punished, and 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 you know, a lot of this has to do with sin, and 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 all of that. We get that, but God, what a lot of people do not understand is that God made man. That's all of us out Amen. of the earth, and it just seems like a lot of men to me. Of different ethnic groups and saying that God is a lie and that God made a mistake because He made dark skinned people. Right. Because of the color of our skin, many times, not all the time. Because God knows we know they have some wonderful Caucasian people out here that are out there marching and that have helped, and even some of the slave owners left land and all that kind of stuff we get that. But then we still have Jim Crow, and we got James Crow, uncle, the cousin, the great-granddad, and all these folks. And so God is just, you know, he wants us to come together as a people because he made us all as one. Okay. And it, it makes you feel bad because you get held back. You know, a lot of times, a couple of times I had a job where I had to train. <laughs> Someone that didn't have half the experience as I had I had to train them in my position. Then I turn around and they got, you know, placed over me. Right. And uh, I mean, and, and, you know, and it's just things like that, that that we as a people have to go through every single day. It looks like we have to fight for everything.
1: <laughs> That's true. And you get tired. Okay. Because
2: you, know, you say enough is enough.
1: Right. Okay. Well, You know, like I said, uh, we all have our different way of looking at uh, situation. I'm not condemning uh, someone saying enough is enough because in reality, you're, you're right. It's so many people's need to come to that. And I note within myself, I did not get deliverance of certain thing until I got sick and tired of being sick and tired.
2: Amen.
1: You know, I have to say that now. Uh, there's some things that happened, and I, there was no deliverance. It looked like I wasn't going to even able to overcome it. But when I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, so you're right. On that part, yes, we do have to get in that position. But... uh Tell me a little bit about the church. That was about the song and about with the song. I wanna know something about the fellowship where your husband uh passed. I know he's not here, but y'all are one. So since you won, you can tell me just as much as he probably can. <laughs> okay?
2: Well yes, sir. Well we were we were actually in a building. Okay. And and um, you know, when the COVID came. Right. Uh, we, had to do use wisdom to do something different, right? And so we have been having service right here in our home for over a year now, and honestly, the Lord has blessed us with more um, people to minister to uh, virtually than in person, and so it's working good for us. Um, it's working good for us in two aspects. We're able to reach. I mean, we even have people that have joined the fellowship from Jamaica, New York, and, and, and Detroit, and, 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 you know, and all different places. Like and my husband, the beauty of it, Brother Rare, Okay. is that my husband's oldest sister is in her 70s, and she didn't go to nobody's church. But when we started having Zoom and Facebook Live, she has not missed the service except for one.
1: <laughs> Amen. Amen.
2: And that is really a blessing to us, and that's what it's all about—is reaching those souls.
1: Well, I'm just saying, why, why ain't you having Sunday church?
2: Oh no, I used hmm. to go to church on Sunday. Uh huh. And um, all of a sudden, in my spirit, it something just wasn't. Ring and right. And I began to ask the deacons. I was, I was very, very involved at the Baptist church. It was, I guess you could call it a mega church up in Alaska. Okay. And I asked the preacher, I asked the deacon, I asked the deacon then, because I used to cook and prepare my food on Saturdays for, for Sunday. Right. But the Lord was, said no. And everybody in the church that was in leadership that I asked, Brother Ware told me that the Sabbath was on whatever day you wanted it to be on. But that is not what I saw in the Word of God. Okay. And so um, we were convicted and uh, left the church. Um, my husband stayed for a minute, and um, and so somebody said something about his wife, and that, that wasn't a good thing, going to church on Saturday, <laughs> so we... <laughs> So the Holy Ghost put the fire up under him, and he came on to the Sabbath as well. And we've been keeping the Sabbath since 1989.
1: Amen. Beautiful.
2: And it has been a blessing. And it is a blessing. And the Word tells us in Isaiah 58, it is a blessing to not trample on the, on the Sabbath day, that God will feed us with the heritage of Jacob, our father, for the mouth of the Lord has
0: spoken it.
1: Amen. That's right. Well, uh, I need you to give them the information uh, on how they can join in with you on Zoom and uh, give them some kind of telephone number that they can call.
2: Okay, all right. They can reach us on Zoom. If they want to join and be a part of the Savage School at 2 o'clock, they can dial in at 2776. 1-9-5-2-5-4. One nine five two five four. Again, the Zoom ID is 2776-195254. And the code is one nine five two four. 4 The code again is one nine five two four. And also on Facebook page, they can just go to uh, Camp Purvis Facebook page or Robin Purvis Facebook page and reach us there at four o'clock p.m. And all through the week we have uh, service going on. There either we're connecting with a couple of other that are keeping ministries and there's something going on seven days a week if it's not a bible study it's a uh, prayer it's prayer going on right now at six o'clock there's prayer there's bible study uh and i mean from sunday through through monday so we just thank and praise god that he's uh, you know it's just no excuse in these last days you can't you know people can't say well uh you know we we want to go to a building where the building is supposed to, you're supposed to be the building, right? It's supposed to be on the inside of us. So there's no reason in the world why we have to go to hell. If God has left all of these resources and His Word, and so there is no reason for us to take the time while we have it to study, pray, seek His Word, and to reach out to others.
1: Amen. All right, then. Well, we truly thank the Lord for you and your husband. Uh, thank you for coming out. I thank you. And how would one get your song? Well, they can
2: reach us on Amazon. they are on all of the social media platforms. And they can go to Amazon.
1: And the name, uh, of, the group, they, name of, the of the group. Name of you all.
2: Name of the group? Yes. Yeah, it's the camp and I. Okay. The camp
1: and I. They can go on iTunes, uh, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. Amen. All right. We truly thank you for coming on. We got to go on break, and uh, we definitely will be getting back. And hopefully, I can uh, catch your husband when he's off and might have to pre record some of the word and see what's what. Amen. But-
2: thank you so much brother where god bless you we love you god bless
1: Uh, thank you all right we truly thank god for you thank god for your husband as well all right we're gonna go on break and after that then i'm gonna give you some of the message that we uh was talking about after the crusade god bless you Well, we are back. Amen. Uh, I usually say I'm going to give the radio uh, number for you to call me, but we doing something a little different this, this week, and hopefully a couple of weeks from now I have on Pastor Woods and I have on uh, uh, Pastor Smith because uh, those brothers uh, – Sacrificing came out, and I want to be a blessing to them, so they can tell about their fellowship, amen. As well, I've been knowing the purpose for a long time, uh, the champ and I. And any time you call them, they've always made it a point to come. But uh, because of that, uh, we got to get ready. In next month, we will be in uh, South Carolina. And we got Evangelist Nicky, and we got uh, uh, Prophetess uh, Griffin, and myself, we will be in South Carolina believing the Lord. But I just felt need today uh, to play a little of the message that God gave me before the revival. So we're going to go right into that now, and I'll come back before we time to go. God bless you. Truly we thank the Lord for being here another day, another time, by way of CD. I thank God for those of you that have been a blessing to us, have came forth and received this CD, and I pray that this CD be a blessing to you. Amen. It is what I would call uh, a new chapter in my life, a new chapter in my life. Now, what are you saying, brother? Well, you're saying God gave you a new revelation. Uh, Yes, I I guess I am saying that. And the reason I'm saying that is because of the fact that we should grow higher heights and deeper depths in the Lord. And some of the things that we are doing, it is not edifying the body of Christ. And we feel that it is because we uh, I'll speak for myself. I felt that a lot of the things I was doing, I was doing to edify the body of Christ. But in actuality, I was judgment called on the body of Christ. Now, see, I believe that all I, I have studied here recently, as I became an evangelist, both those of you that know me and those that don't know, I'm letting you know I was a pastor for about 28 years. And what we was teaching in that 28 years, now God didn't call me the pastor. I asked the Lord the pastor. And the reason I asked the Lord the pastor is because I thought within myself, nobody, the majority of the pastors was doing things the wrong way. They was doing things for themselves. They wasn't or for the organization. I wanted to raise up a group of peoples that loved the Christ, want to be a witness, and want to go forth and tell others of of the goodness and what Christ was. But just like the enemy can get you to not to go forward, he can get you to go further thinking that you is all that and and more than uh, you should think. Uh, the scripture, as, as I began to read, I began to run into this guy uh, that enlightened me uh, in the teaching. And he was teaching that all uh, of the uh, theology is contextual, is contextual meaning you learned it from a context. Uh, God opened up your understanding. You read this and you begin to take that. Or you went to a particular uh, Bible study or a fellowship and you begin to learn that. And therefore, we thought whatever little nugget we grab hold to, we thought it was greater than anything else. So we uh, wind up not realizing that the Bible how it was written in two uh, things. One of it was written in historical text. Now, if we take historical text and try to make it sacred text, then we get in problem with the Scriptures. But if we are using um, uh, historical text and use it rightfully then we will become a great witness uh, if we use historical texts, uh, uh, sacred texts or historical text, We just got to keep it in order. So what are you saying, Brother Will? Here's what I'm saying. The Lord blessed me that I was as Paul. When Paul was, uh, was quoting, uh, was making a stand And Paul was getting ready to check out of him, not saying I am. I don't know. I'm not even worried about that. I don't uh, uh, even—that's my least worry because I know I have a prepared place because I am one of his prepared people. And see, a lot of times we uh, uh, do a lot of saying, say we love the Lord, those saying everybody want to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. But anyway, in the book of uh, Philippians, Paul said this. Finally, my brethren, uh, Philippians, the fourth chapter, and uh, eighth verse, and you can follow along with me. It said, finally, my brother, uh, 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 whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are earnest, whatsoever things are just, What's uh, and ever things are pure. What's and ever things that are lovely. Uh, we mean, now, I want you to think about that. What's and ever thing? All the things is uh, you think on these things and the things that are good report. And, and wait a minute. Let me, I didn't finish reading that. And wasn't ever things that are good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, let's be honest. We don't think on those things. We, I, 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 Hold up. I got to say me. I wasn't thinking on those things. I was thinking on what I had. But now I have a different focus. Because I'm like him, he said over here in the third chapter, in the, around the 13th verse of the book of Philippians, it says, Brothering, I count not myself to have up your hand, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. I, oh, wait a minute which are before me, yes. And and listen, uh, I press towards the mark of a prize of the high calling in God, in Jesus Christ. Guess what? I'm reaching for that mark, that prize. I'm scribing for that prize. Now, as I was saying on the, uh, the scripture, yes. I believe that you should hold on to your scriptures that you learn. Why? Because your scripture, God have called you and he has given you those scriptures in order for you to be a blessing. Everybody plays a different part of the body of Christ, according to Corinthians, the 12th chapter. We have read that. We have quoted that. We say we know this. But in actuality, I always believed that my theology uh, was better than anybody else's theology because I believe. Well, so I would go forth and witness to try to win somebody to what I believe. The Bible never required for us to do that. The Lord never required for us to do that. You don't see a doctor, a, tr- a trash guy trying to win the doctor into being a trash man or vice versa. You don't find that. You don't find the, the, the guy that uh, doing whatever. If, if I'm a truck driver, why should I learn how to be an airplane pilot? I, I'm not there i'm not i don't have that desire believers listen i made so many mistakes yes i still believe in in the foundation teaching that i believe in i'm not taking away from what i believe but i want my faith listen i want my conviction and my faith to exercise even the more that you can see the move of God in that, that you will have a desire to want to uh, follow me as I follow God. amen Amen, amen. Uh, I was just uh, saying I don't want to play the whole thing. I'm going to come back and play some more in a couple of minutes. But I want to say this, uh, and, and I'm going to cut it because of the fact that this was a conviction what the Lord had said and put it in me, in me to tell the people. We are doing too much and we're not able to pray away this virus and other things. I, to me, I just don't see how that the peoples of God should be going through the same thing the world going through. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. So I, I and not trying to be all sacrilegious and all this. I just believe that we should be doing more uh, towards the Lord as peoples of God that know the Scripture. The peoples that when I came forth, a lot of them when I first came forth, a lot of people didn't have education. They couldn't study the Bible. They had to listen to what everybody else said. Now we're in a time that the only thing we have to do is pick up our phone and say, Siri, can you give us whatever, whatever you call it, whoever you call it, uh, different things. And right now we are acting more uh, pitiful than the peoples that, uh, didn't have education, and really poor on God. We are suffering with things like sinners, believers. There is no way we should be going through like we're going through. And I'm not talking about finding, oh, we got more financial. We have more. We got more than our pa- grandparents ever believed it, that we could have. But we are so far away, and it seemed like, it just seemed like we are uh, uh, getting worse and worse. And so since we are getting worse and worse, that's got to be a change. That's got to be a change. We got to change. I got to change. We all got to change. But let me hear, uh, let you hear another few minutes before I close out and tell you about our crusade. Uh, I will come back in net, right after a few minutes. All right? Uh, go ahead repent. Has he said, and shall he not do it? See God say, I'm not, I'm not a man. I don't lie, and I'm not the son of man because Jesus is the son of man, which is the word of God manifested in flesh. He the one repented when he said, uh, God, uh, the, the sin had come upon the land, and it repented me that I made man. I will destroy man whom I have created, and guess what? He found grace in Nora's eyesight, and he eyes and began to deal with Nora to build the ark. And he said, "I will never destroy the world." Jesus was that person. Go back in, and you say, "Well, wait a minute. How you come up with that, brother?" Well, well, if I turn right quick, uh, on over, and I'm just being led up the spirit of God, not even read nothing off no paper. And uh, the Bible said this, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word, and that's St. John, the first chapter, and the Word was God, and the same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him, uh, without, uh, let me read that again, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And you drop down to the 14th verse, you can read it, the whole thing. It says, and listen, and the word was made flesh and dwell among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So back to what I was saying here. And twenty three. Now God is—he's uh, not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Oh, he—he's not Jesus. Jesus repented. He repented numerous times. time. But guess what? Every time his mind changed uh, when situations were did. When he said, "I'm going to destroy Nineveh," and they they prayed, they repented. They, they cried out to God, and he didn't escort, even though they kept, got back in sin. he did do it again later. But uh, he didn't destroy it. When Jonah preached, you know the story of Jonah, and therefore should he repent. So he's not God that he should repent. I mean, he's not the Son of God or the Word of God the, that he should repent um and, and it goes on to say and he has have he's not spoken it and is he have he not made it good <coughs> excuse me folks let me say this in closing God told us that he wrote it with his finger of God and he told it to us and let us know it now, whether you do it or not, brothers and sisters, it's up to you. It's up to you to do it. Because you go to church on a Saturday. Like I said, I passed it for 28 years, and, and we wasn't honoring the Sabbath. Yes, we went and got a little vaccine shot to hear the word and to be self-righteous, but that wasn't honoring the Sabbath. We would do these things because the enemy wanted us to feel that we're better than somebody else. But what makes you better knowing that you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord of your life and you are living a holy life? The next chapter in my life is to be a testimony, my life, to be a testimony for Jesus Christ, not for Brother Ware, to get praise. It's not for Brother Well to raise up a big ministry with his name behind it, because guess what? It's not much is given, much is required. The more I'm witness to, the more i minister to, the more I'm required to give an account to. So to those of you today that took time to hear this message, I want you to realize that God have called you that God hath chose you, that you should submit yourself to the Word of God that you know and begin to live the things that you know. Don't live what somebody else done told you, but live what you know and allow the Lord to be edified in your life. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. Well, I, I thank the bless. Lord for that. I thank the Lord for those of you that heard. Uh, that was part of it. Amen. And uh, really, uh, you can receive that CD and uh, the title of a new chapter in my life, amen, where God is opening up some things for me and to me, because I just don't want to be uh a preacher, somebody run around. We got a lot of peoples run around to call themselves just preachers. Amen. Or a pastor or evangelist or whatever else you want to name yourself. Uh because you know, somebody asked the other day, this guy says, What is uh, what's your name? And he says, Apostle so and so and so and so. Uh he says uh uh, you mean to tell me your mama named your apostle? He said, no. He said, that's what I asked you, what's your name? I didn't ask you what's your title. And uh, he said, yeah, but uh, the Lord made me that. He said, but do you put that, do it, all your mail come with that? Well, no, that's something carnal. He said, well, I didn't ask you your title. So I'm dealing with the carnal. <laughs> so I thought, that was said that we got to pump ourselves up to try to prove something to somebody. And we say we're working for the Lord. That's who we're going to have to give an account of. I thank God that he cleared my mind and and moved me beyond uh, what I was saying and teaching and condemning and so on. And somebody would say, Brother, where you just compromised? no. I tell you what, I thank God because I see the uh, both sides now. I see people that say they got it and all so anointed. They don't have a, a patient worth nothing. And I think a lot of the things that we should have and should be possessing, we it should be a life. So that's what I want to do, let my life be a testimony. I really want my life to be a testimony, and that somebody can say, w- w- like I said, listen. Uh, I want them to say, "Thank God that He's that somebody is living what He teach or what He's preaching, not to uh, not for man say so sake, but for the Lord." I really believe I'm, I'm really, really, you all just don't know this thing bothering me. How is it that the saints of God closed down the buildings and did this? And, and not that I'm trying. To, I could be pastoring if I wanted. I done had two opportunities uh, recently, but I chose not to because God is pulling me away from that. So, but it's sad that we go forth. And we are missing it. Folks, look at your track record. Well, who, who you led to Christ. Who you prayed for and laid hands on and you saw something happen. How is it that uh, we are just like this sinner man. I had four people and two of the three of the fours, uh, four people was preachers. Saying, well, you know, brother, where I got the COVID, I got, the, I, I'm saying, Where is God's anointing in that we can uh, do more different than the world? I'm I'm not condemning nobody. I'm saying that's what I'm dealing with, with myself. I'm praying that God, and I'm spending time, I really are, that God would open up my understanding. I need to get it right myself so I can help get somebody else right. Amen? amen Father we thank you Father we praise you Father, I honor you in all that you're doing. I ask you to bless the city that they would uh, desire to hear it in its fullness and desire that they may go forth and be that it may go forth and be a blessing to them. I thank you for what you're doing. I truly thank you for what you're going to do. Now, Father, we ask you to look upon those that are disheartened today. Allow something to be said that they may be encouraged to go forth and to do and to be all that they want to do and be. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, uh, that's in South Carolina. We will be... Uh, in Abbeville, all right, Uh, uh, September the 10th and 11th, and we got uh, Evangelist uh, Robinson, amen, will be there. We have uh, Prophetess Griffin will be there, and we have... uh, a host of others, and boy, we got this one group that's coming and saying, I promise you, you don't want to miss it. I went to a film, and they really, I, I hadn't seen a film like that in a long time. That, yeah, they were sad when they marched in, the family was, but boy, when they got through, got through praying and and. Praising God, it was just totally, you wouldn't even know you was in a funeral, except you seen the casket. Uh, I'm sorry that I don't have their name of the group, but I will uh, on that week. Uh, but they will be a blessing. I'm going to have them on the latter part of next month to let you hear what kind of service do they have. Amen. And I'm telling you, we're living in that day, saints. It, it, is, not, it is not about doing this and doing that. And then we, uh, so many people that I had, a neighbor said that she quit going to church because the church was getting money from the government to uh, stay closed. And that's it, the church is not really being the church. They are not witnessing. They are not praying for people. But I can't look at what they are not doing. I got to look at what I'm doing. All right? And if I look at me and get me scraped, maybe, just maybe, somebody will grab hold to faith and say, You know what? I thank God for Brother Ware. I want to be all that I can be in Christ. Amen? Praise God. My telephone number is 404-293-7557. Visit on website, brotherjamesware.org. Brotherjamesware.org. We would love to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
0: Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything.